I just want to take this opportunity to thank you, all of you, for welcoming me to your parish today. And I'm grateful to be here to speak about the work of the Divine Word Missionaries. The Congregation of Divine Word Missionaries was founded in the year 1875 by a German priest, St. Arnold Jansen, in Steyr, Holland. And he was a diocesan priest, and he, he, he saw the, um, the need of responding to the need of the church at that time. He founded the mission house in style for the first time, and he received people, the pilgrimage people, who thirst for the word of God. So that's why we got the name of Divine Word Missionaries. Divine Word with the, all the, the mission goals that to preach and to live out the word of God, especially in the community. It's, they say that, uh, you know, you, it's easy to live by yourself, but live with another person is very difficult. And especially the word of God always challenged us, always challenged us, challenged us to, to share the good news, to share our sorrow and our happiness. We are an inter international congregation. That means there's many nationalities in our congregation. We have more than 6,000 members and working in 73 countries in the world. So that means missionaries, we're supposed to, to cross over to other nationalities, boundaries that separate us. So thanks God, I had a, an opportunity to, to learn Spanish, like Father Bob. And uh, because I was, after my ordination, I went to Ecuador. And before that, I had a chance to be with people in Mexico, in Paraguay. So my mission, my ministry is in, the, in this time present, working with Hispanic people in Chicago area. I remember the first time I went to visit the Divine World College in Iowa, because in Chicago province, we have three formation houses. In philosophy houses, we call in Divine World College in Iowa, and then the Novitiate House in Techni, Illinois, and the, the place where I'm working is the Divine World Theologate. That's a, the, the, the other communities for the students who's, who are studying uh, theology. So more than 25 years ago, I went to visit the Divine World College. And my impression, first impressions, and draw me to, 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 to be the members of the Divine World because the happiness, the happiness in those missionaries. They came back from Papua New Guinea, from Philippines, from all over, from the South America. But what I received is the happiness in their heart. And I don't know why. I don't know why. And many of them told us, shared with us, that they 
wanted to die in the mission land. Did I believe at that time? No. But I think that experience, that impression, is alive now as I enter into this congregation to be one of them and to be sent to Mexico, to Paraguay, and Ecuador. And I see why, why they wanted to, to be buried when they die in the mission land. Because the hospitality, hospitality is that people give it to us. They receive us. Mission is a tough task. For me, I think it's very tough. But it's at the same time a privilege. A privilege for those who are missionaries. And I think for all of us as Christians, as we share the word of God, we have that privilege. Because Jesus is inviting us each day to share the word of God to all. And I think that is the most beautiful thing that I received from, from the missionaries in my first visit. And today, as we know, the, uh, the vocation is kind of uh, decreased. Not many students, not many young people want to join us. As I shared yesterday at Mass, uh, I was in, in Ecuador for 10 years, and um, for last four years, I was made a pastor of a parish of 33,000 people. 33,000 people. One parish, one main parish like St. Lawrence here, and we have 33 others missions. So every day, two priests have to run around. And some places, some places, there are only three masses a year. And many places, that car cannot reach to there. We have to ride an animal, a horse or a mute, to go to that, mon that mountain. And it look, when I tell, I'm telling you this, you may feel like, oh, that's terrible. Eh? But for me, I think that's a joy, a joy. And I, that's why I understand why this, these missionaries told us that they want to die there. They, want, they don't want to return to their original country. And my brothers and sisters, as missionaries of the Divine Word, I don't feel alone. And I think that's a grace. The grace of God makes me feel happy. Happy because I'm not alone. And especially today in this church, in our church today, we are called either religious or lay people, married people, single people. We are called to be missionaries. And you walk with us. And that is why I'm here to thank you, all of you, for your generosity, your prayer, your support. Because we cannot do anything without your help and your prayer. My brothers and sisters, the readings today is also related to the hospitality. I recall I left Vietnam many years ago in 1983. But I still remember, and my family is as well now, when we invite a guest, 
when we have some visit, we prepare the hospitality means we have enough food. At that time, we didn't have uh, Amazon eat or Amazon buy. You know, you cannot. You didn't have a, a phone to order food. Women, women in the house have to take care this part. And I know my father. He didn't know how to cook. Never enter into the kitchen because that place is for women. You know, in Vietnamese culture, I don't know if in your culture, but I see it's very different. Huh? Um, so women work hard, work very hard. They have they have to prepare things from many days ahead, and in that moment. They still working in the kitchen and put everything on the table, and they don't have a chance to speak to talk with the guests. Before, I didn't understand that. I thought that is a norm. That's of course they have to to work, but now as I I stay away from my culture, and I realize that that's not true. Hospitality, my has a different vision, and I think a better one. That the right of everybody to be with the guest, to share the joys and the conversation, to share the presence of each other, listen to one another, their happiness and their joy, and their sorrow. Like Mary today, she take that part. That's different. And I think Jesus, well, he he listened to Martha complain because Martha, like Vietnamese woman, like many of us, we worry a lot. Eh? Teacher, you don't care about this. I'm working hard, and my sister sit with you and listen to you. That's not fair. Can you ask her to help me? When I read this this um, phrase, I I sense an angry eh? something that went wrong here. Martha probably didn't like that moment, so that's why when she said it, that means she already sorted out all her feeling here, and now I have to say to the the teacher, to my sister. She did not have that freedom to receive Jesus, and what I see in the, the the heart of the missionaries that I visited, that they have that kind of freedom, the inner freedom in them, in them, so they can serve and they can they can be with people, they can be with Jesus in those poor people, but they are happy. Perhaps Jesus is visiting us today. What should we do? Are we still worrying some things at home? We are here at the the table of the Eucharist. Jesus generously invite us to be with Him, to be part of this mystical body of the Church. Are we still worrying something else, or we focus 
our relation, in our relationship with Him, in our relationship with one another. I think that is the message for today. The hospitality, not only having a lot of food, enough food, or be anxious of other things, but be attentive to the Word of God. And I think that is a, the good news for each one of us as Christians. When we come to the table of the Word and the table of the Eucharist, we have that right. I know in the, in the, um, uh, when we have a, a solemn Mass, the, all the priests and ministers of the Church, they work hard. They prepare themselves and even light a candle. If they forgot, they will be criticized. The people of God take time to relax and listen to the Word of God. I think that is the right of each one of us. And Jesus asked each one of us to claim that right, to be at the feet of Jesus, to listen to the Word of God in our heart. And it's a challenge. It's a very challenging task today as everything is moving fast. Sit at one place. It's boring. Some people, they don't know what to do, especially young people nowadays. They have to do something. My brothers and sisters, not to be lazy. Jesus doesn't promote that. Don't do anything. Just sit and listen. No. But prepare your heart. Prepare yourself for the Word of God. The seed of the, the happiness that Jesus wants to, to, to sow in, in, in our heart. So let us pray for the church today that we continue to be attentive to the Word of God that's speaking in our daily life, in any moment of our life. So may the Word of God grow in our heart and in our families.